Hello and welcome back to the Cinema Bit Podcast. My name is Simple Klein and I'm back. Passover is over. Um, we are currently in the seven weeks of Sphira, which is kind of like Lent or Ramadan. Um, obviously not to the same extent of Ramadan that, you know, we're not fasting or anything. Um, but there are certain things we give up. It's more akin to Lent than to Ramadan. Um, it's from the second night of Passover all the way to the festival of Shavuos, um, but there's a 33-day stretch in there where we don't shave, we don't listen to music, especially live music, um, I mean, those are really the big two, you know, no shaving, no music, um, but it's generally a somber thing, it's to commemorate that over a 33-day period, 24,000 students of one of the biggest, um, urbanum in Jewish history, um, 24,000 of his students died, um, seemingly for no reason other than animosity within each other. Um, anyway, so most people do, it, it's 33 days. Most people do either, uh, most will do the, from the second night to the 33rd day of the seven week stretch. Um, but some do from day 17, which is usually the first of the next Hebrew month till the end. Um, so either way, you're doing 33 days. Most people do the first 33 days, not the last 33 days. Anyway, so right now I have a bit of a beard situation going on, which not my favorite. You know, I don't have a particularly nice beard, and even if it would be theoretically nice, it just takes a while for it to grow anyway. So there's that patchy look going on for a little while. So I don't generally grow out my facial hair, but right now I am because I don't have a choice. Um, anyway, I'm back in school, spring break is over, I'm back at work, Passover is over, um, and it's, like, crazy soon to the end of the semester, there's really only, like, two weeks left of class, um, to the point where most of the professors are talking about finals already, um, one of my professors went ahead and gave us the option to have the final paper be optional, um, she was saying how this semester has been really rough, there was the shooting in Brooklyn, um, there are still COVID cases, um, the professor herself has had personal things going on. Um, and she says, I pretty much know your grades for the semester. Like, I have enough to go on to give you a, an actual grade. Um, so if you guys want, you know, I'll, I can tell you what grade you have now. And then if you want to do the final paper and do a good job on it, um, it'll bump up your final grade by a third of a letter point, a third of a letter. So, you know, from a B minus to a B plus, uh, to a B or a B to a B plus or, you know, something along that caliber. Um, and so she sends me a message and she goes, right now you have an A in the class. Um, if you want to do the paper and do a good job on it, I'd bump you up to an A+. I'm like, great, you know, I'll think about it. Although, obviously, I'm more than happy with an A. Um, and, I'm, and I was thinking about it, I'm like, does an A+, affect my GPA? Because given that I only did it in seven, I'm only doing it in seven semesters, and, you know, my first semester was when COVID hit, and to be honest, with two jobs plus tutoring plus full-time school, um, it's hard. It's been hard to have a good grade in every class. So my semester is like the high twos. Um, and I don't have a whole lot of time left to bring it up to at least a three, which is really what I'm aiming for, to graduate with at least a 3.0. Um, so if getting an A plus would affect my GPA. And I mean, it's a 1500 word paper, but it's doable. So if it would affect my GPA, 
then I would consider doing it. But one of my friends said that Queens College caps a GPA at 4.0, that an A plus versus an A, there's no effect on your GPA. In which case, obviously, I would not put myself through that. Um, so I reached out to the professor like late Friday afternoon, waiting to hear back. Um, but that being said, even if it does affect it, I'd still have to weigh the option. And if it doesn't, obviously, I'm not going to do it. Um, for the high schoolers, um, we finished the 12 Angry Men novel. Um, and, you know, we have I don't know, about 20 minutes left in the movie, which means I have to figure out something to do with the other half of that period because it's a 40 minute period. Um, that being said, I'm not sure what I want to do for the rest of the year because there's about maybe a month and a half left total. It's not including weekends, not including there's a holiday of Shibos in there. They're probably going to have a trip for, um, the holiday called Lagba Omer. Um, you know, just random updates and plus actual finals. Um, so I don't know if I want to start a whole new novel or if I want to work on some poetry, but like, can I really do poetry for an entire month and a half? Plus I want to do some final review, although I'm not going to spend much time on it. I'm going to give them a very detailed review sheet like I did for the for the midterm and that'll be it. Um, plus I want to get like at least two or three more vocabulary quizzes in there because I really only had one quiz for the third quad semester. I mean, it's only two semesters and they have like a halfway point. Um, they have four grading periods, really. Um, whatever. But for the third quarter, we really only had one quiz, um, which is problematic. So I'm trying to get like at least two or three in before the end of the year. And to start a whole new book could be complicated. Um, but it fits very well with our theme of morality and ethics that we've been doing all year. We did uh, Lord of the Flies, Island of Dr. Moreau, we read Flowers for Algernon, we read The Lottery by Shirley Jackson, We did, and we just finished 12 Angry Men. So I was wanting to do Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album. The problem is, that's a nicely sized book, about 200 pages. So what I could theoretically do is have them do some reading on their own. That being said, I'm still not sure we're going to finish it by the end of the year, which may not theoretically be a problem, but I don't want to leave the year with the book only half done. Um, and if I have them read the whole thing on their own, then, you know, half of them are going to have it done in two days and half of them aren't going to finish it at all. So I really think it over. The principal has been pushing this textbook all year that I've been like silently raging against, um, kind of just avoiding it and, you know, mentioning that I'm going to look into it and never looking into it because a, I don't like it. B, I did not want to teach a subject that had a textbook. And C, the textbook has been very writing-focused, whereas I've been more reading-focused. Also, a lot of them are excerpts from greater works. Like, they had things from Shakespeare or um, the Iliad or, or like, Raisin in the Sun type things. And I feel like context is incredibly important. Uh, but, like, there are things I wanted to do, like have a debate or have... Um, like, I, I think we can definitely do Jeopardy for final review, like we did last time, and I have a working laptop connector, and I even have game buzzers, so, you know, we can make it, like, a whole thing. Um, that being said, I said, I've been saying that a lot recently. Like, that's only one day, maybe two days, whatever. But, I want to, I don't know, I want to close the year out strong. And I can't do a whole month and a half of review. It's not going to happen. So 
I have to figure out where to trim the fat. Um, the elementary school has been great, though. You know, I love being back there. The kids are good. You know, one of the said, I can't do this. I'm like, you can, and you will. Like, trying to be, like, positively affirming, but at the same time, like, I, know, I feel like I could have listened to him better. I don't know. I feel like every time I do something like that, there's, like, two or three better things I could have said. One of them was asking for um, my advice as to whether he should go to a first cousin's engagement party um, or go to a hockey game with his friends. And I was like, well, you know, family's family, but at the same time, this cousin's much older than you, and you said yourself that you don't have a lot of contact with them. You know, I said, you know, family is family. Like, you always turn into, like, a life lesson. I'm like, yeah, I can't help it. But it wasn't that he was asking my advice. He was really asking for permission, which, like, I don't know, made me feel special. Um, but I told him to go to the game, which he would, he wanted to do anyway. He just wanted to be able to do it without feeling guilty. I'm like, look, in, in, in Jewish culture, there's a proposal party, there's an engagement party, and then there's the wedding. He had already gone to the proposal party. I was like, you don't, you're going to be bored there. There's nothing for you to do there. You're either gonna, not going to stay long enough. You're going to stay way too long. And you're going to be thinking about the game the entire time. Just go to the game, which I'm pretty sure he did. Um, and also one of my tutoring kids has been struggling to get into high school. Um, and has finally been looking at other options. And like, I was talking to him, they teaching like, yeah, we've all, like literally all of us have called the school about him. And I've never, and I've never seen every single teacher be on board with the same kid like this. Every single junior high school teacher went to bat for this kid. I've never seen that before. And I mentioned it to the parent. And they're like, yeah, it means so much. Also, we just remember that we know someone on the board. So he's going to be able to get in. I was like, that's, I'm happy for you that's happened. That's kind of like, feels like you just like cut the whole thing from underneath his legs. Like this whole like movement and solidarity and fighting for this kid when you're just pulling a connection like half the other kids. But like, you know, you deserve it, honestly. Like, these parents have been through hell, and it's their first kid, and it's their oldest kid, and he's a good kid. He's not the strongest academically. He also suffers from incredible ADHD, but he never gave up. He is one of the most determined, like, kind-hearted kids. He's not a troublemaker by any means. He does his work however long it takes him. I'm just so, like, proud of this kid. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, speaking of the elementary school, um, there's going to be some teacher turnover next year, as there is almost every year. Um, but they were very desperate at the beginning of the school year, so they hired the seventh grade, they needed a new seventh grade math teacher, a new fifth grade general studies teacher, and an eighth grade English teacher. Um, and the seventh grade teacher they hired is not happy and he's definitely leaving and the fifth grade slash eighth grade teacher they hired is the same person who does both is not liked at all by the head staff by the regular staff by the parents by the students nobody likes him um and so he will be leaving either by his own um volition or by not being asked back um but some of the teachers who are also parents are upset they're like they have to replace them like now um, and not two days before school because otherwise it's going to be a crapshoot. So one of the the sixth grade math teacher, her son's in sixth grade. She says, if you guys don't get someone, I'm going to leave sixth grade and I'm going to go to seventh grade because I cannot have a teacher like this for my son. And the eighth grade social studies and the seventh grade English teacher is the same person. She's like, 
hey, I don't want to teach English anymore. I'm done. But also, I will go teach sixth grade math because I just can't do English anymore. Um, and she was like, would you teach math? And I'm like, theoretically, sure, but they won't hire me without a degree. And she goes, what, you think half the other teachers have degrees? I'm like, that's the official, you know, party line. That's the company line. That's the thing I was told. And I have, a, like, is it the truth? Maybe. Does it make much of a difference to me? I mean, I have a job anyway. I'm happy with my job. I'm good at my job. Like, to be the actual teacher versus just the resource room guy? I don't know. I mean, I like what I do. I'm good at it. And I work with a wider plethora of kids across grades, across classes. I see them in their personal moments. I don't have a say in their grades. I don't have control. I don't have to be a disciplinarian. And I'm like, I'm kind of happy where I... Like, if they offered it to me, I would definitely consider it. But I'm good at what I do. I really am. Um, anyway. But, like, there was a, a meeting on Wednesday. You know, one of the head staffs, like, oh, you know, there's a meeting for all the junior high school teachers. So they're all going to have a free period. Can you cover one of the outside areas um, for that period i was like yeah sure no problem whatever like for a second i thought he was gonna ask me to join the meeting um he didn't obviously i'm like i don't know what i've wanted to have been asked or am i happier being the gym teacher like not the gym teacher obviously but you know we had kids in the gym we had kids on the football field kids on the soccer field kids on the basketball court like they just needed bodies outside and i'm like i don't know i kind of would have liked to have been asked but they had five grades outside at once they had the third fifth sixth seventh eighth all out of class at the same time. I'm like, oh my god. Because the third grade and fifth grade had recess. No, third grade had recess. The fifth grade had gym. And the sixth, seventh, and eighth were all given a free period. So it was kind of pandemonium. Like, incredibly chaotic. Um, it was just like, find space wherever you can. I'm not doing this. I'm just here to make sure no one dies. Like, that, that was really my job at the moment. Um, but... I don't know. A friend of mine um, called me last week. His father and his brother were headed to Hungary. His father was born in Hungary. Um, and his brother works with his father. So wherever his father goes, he tags along. Uh, I don't think they were, I'm pretty sure they weren't going for work. But obviously, if they were in Hungary, they weren't going to be working. So his brother was coming. And they had invited my friend as well. And my friend was able to get the time off. He goes, I don't know if I want to go. I'm like, why not? And he goes, because like, what am I going to do there? Like, I don't just want to be like tagging along. I'm like, look. You already got the time off from your boss, which doesn't happen often. And wouldn't if you're going to be bored anyway, you may as well go be bored in Hungary with your brother and your father. Like, he didn't work with his brother and his father. And, like, he and his brother, you know, have always been kind of different. I'm, I'm friends with both of them, just in different circumstances. Um, and I was like, look, go do it. Like, just go to Hungary. That's my two cents. Um. He goes, but isn't there, like, a reason why I have this gut feeling that I shouldn't go? I'm like, yeah, but if you don't go, you're never going to figure out what that gut feeling is. Like, is it a gut feeling because you're feeling anxiety or depression or, your social, or you know, a, a feeling that your social battery is going to die out before, like, things figure out? Like, those can happen, for sure. But 
if you don't go, you're never going to figure out why you have this feeling and what it means in the future. It's just going to be all feeling. Like, I have bad feelings often. I think everyone does. Um, but, like, if I don't know what's causing the feeling, I can't fix it or know what to avoid. Like, how are you going to help yourself if you don't know what's going on? So he ended up going. Um, I have not touched base with him since then because he's still there. Um, but, you know, I think, I hope he's having a good time. Um, I really want to go on the 8th grade graduation trip just as a chaperone because I really like these kids, most of them, and it's going to suck to say goodbye. Um, and for the junior high trip, like, a lot of the math I was going and I said no um, because I had work and, you know, I was not asked to go. And I mentioned to the principal, he goes, well, you're not coming? I was like, you didn't invite me, and, you know, you didn't give me advance notice. But now I know about the graduation. I'll let you know if you need a chaperone, I'm available. Um, and it's, like, early June, which is, like, kind of cutting it close to finals time. But at the same time, like, I could theoretically take off from the high school if I had to. Plus, I'll be done with the classes by then, so my morning will be wide open. I don't have to worry about that. My morning my class schedule for the whole next semester is figured out. Um... I did something I hadn't done before, which was, like, the whole rate my professor situation, like, before my classes, and, like, one or two of them had really bad reviews, um, but, like, I'm gonna take them anyway, and just get it done with, because I don't feel like figuring out an alternative that would fit with my crazy schedule, like, it is what it is, um, for the summer, I got the emails confirming that I was chosen for the youth core lottery, and I was speaking to the provider or whatever um i submitted all the documents i had to take care of you know the w4 the i9 my social security card whatever and then i was talking to a family friend of mine um you know because i'd helped him apply as well and he did not receive any email for it like i felt bad i was like everyone gets youth core like two-thirds of applicants get it and he just didn't get it i felt really bad um but, like there's nothing you can do about it I, I helped him get the job he's getting like, and it's a fairly well-paying job, especially for a ninth grader, um, plus tips, like, it's, it's a camp, it's a camp counselor job, same camp I work in, he'll just be working in the junior division, um, but, you know, it is what it is, like, I don't know, I just, the whole situation is just me wishing I could help more, I don't like feeling useless. I don't like feeling helpless. I don't like people I love suffering. So when you have all three of those things in the same situation, it just feels defeating. Like, I can be doing more, and I should be doing more. It's not that I don't want to or that I won't. It's that I can't. I'm physically incapable of it. And it sucks. Um... I feel like I used to be much more stressed out about things, much more prepared for things, and now I'm not, and I'm worried. I'm like, is this me growing as a person? I'm more comfortable with what I can do and already having prepared for those things? Or is this me losing my edge? Like, am I forgetting about things? Am I, like, why am I not anxious anymore? Like, it just went away. And I don't trust that feeling. I've seen what a lack of anxiety can do to people. I've seen... What a lack of preparedness can do for people to two and four people. And I'm like, am I becoming average? Am I becoming normal? Am I just getting like missing things? 
And I don't like that feeling. I mean, so far it hasn't become a problem, so I guess don't worry about it until it becomes something to worry about. Like, that's the whole shtick, that I'm not worrying about things anymore, even though I used to worry about everything. And I don't know how to function when I'm not worrying about something. It feels like I'm missing something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, it should be the name of this podcast. I think I said it before. The name of the podcast should just be, I don't know. Um, anyway, that's going to be it for this week. I will be back next week. And you can follow me on Instagram at simcha underscore klein, S-A-M-C-H-A underscore K-L-E-I-N, or on Twitter at Samander K underscore K, S-A-M-M-A-N-D-E-R underscore K. Goodbye.